1025 It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard Neil Lennon believes he's getting the best from Olivier Champ But now how to fit him into that Celtic team Stephen Gerrard's hoping for an upturn in Rangers results against Aberdeen When head-to-heads return tomorrow And the kick-off times are revealed for the League Cup semi-finals at Hamden I'm Gordon Duncan, joining me tonight is Jim Duffy and Fraser Wishart Yeah, game's coming thick and fast, Gordon After a very good midweek of cup ties uh, For the old firm they have Europe next midweek But uh, two tough games to Tomorrow, Hibs, of course, at home to Celtic last year or early on this year, that would have been a far tougher game. But Hibs have had a poor run in recent weeks, but will still be a good team and a tough game for, for for Celtic and for Rangers. Home to Aberdeen, always a difficult and always a fiery contest. So, looking forward to football tomorrow. Yeah, it's not often we get a full card on a Saturday, yep. Jim Duffy. So there's lots to look forward to. Intrigue mm. all across the table. Yeah, I mean, I think obviously both clubs, uh, you know, that the, the old firm are facing the contrasting results in the League Cup during the week. Hibs, I think a lot of people thought would have been knocked out by Commander, but found the, found their way through in penalties. And uh, you know, Aberdeen, you know, in the, in the last with the dying seconds of the match, um, threw it away. You know, and eventually lost in penalties to Hearts. So I think that that might still linger in the back of the players' minds there. And uh, I would fancy uh, both of the old firm to to continue the good run. The number you need to get in touch tonight is 01419511025. Let's hear from you. Every single team in the Premiership is involved tomorrow, so you must have some pre-match thoughts. You must have some thoughts on how the game is going to go, what you're looking for for your team, who you think should should play, perhaps. Always uh, on a Friday night, these are the types of things you speculate about. So give us a call, 01419511025, or Twitter is at Clyde SSB. We do have confirmation now after um bit of debate yesterday. The kickoff times have been revealed for the League Cup semi finals at Hamden. Saturday the second of November. Hibs will take on Celtic at five thirty. And Sunday the third Rangers against Aberdeen at three o'clock. Um the kickoff times will simply never suit everyone, Fraser. <laughs> There's generally a problem in this part of the world. What do you make of those? Yeah, you could put them both on at three o'clock on a Saturday and somebody would, would moan about mm-hmm. it. But uh, we're in a world, as we have been for quite some time, where, where television has a, has, has a role to play in choosing the, the times. And uh, quite rightly, if we're taking their money, then we have to accommodate uh, the, the TV companies to, to a greater extent. Last year, we remember all the, the problems with trying to get the two games on the one day and where were they played. Um, so it'll be interesting to hear from Celtic supporters but, and, and maybe have supporters as well about uh, what do they feel about playing at that time of Saturday night it's very common and there's been some really big games down in England where they get the 5.30 kick off I think, I think there's a big game on tomorrow I can't remember I've looked and to see which teams were playing tomorrow is night it so Ars- is it not Arsenal uh, Man U? Yes, that's the, co- that's the sort of common um, is that Monday? Oh, it's Monday that's the common slot they've got down there but we're just maybe not mm. used to it yet we, we're, we're yeah, not used we're to that not, one we're not used to it and we don't like kickoffs um, at, at different times but we like the TV money so there's always that balance that's got to be taken forward so uh, for me it's quite a good time you know, people can have a, a Saturday to themselves and with their family and then move off to the game as well. So interesting to see what Celtic and, and Hib supporters think about it. Right, let's get stuck in then. 01419511025. I think I said Rangers against Aberdeen in the semis, didn't I? Meant Rangers mm, against Hearts. Yes. Yeah, I always like to test you nice and early on to make sure you're awake. You two aren't, though. Um, but someone else who just takes me. I so want to embarrass you, Gordon. We knew. It's a force of habit for tomorrow. You can see where I'm going with that one. Anyway, let's get stuck into the preview for. 
the weekend uh, Celtic fans this might be one for you to have your say on because how does Neil Lennon fit Olivier and Cham into the Celtic team can he how, how, how does he do it he scores a rocket from 35 yards the other night scores another one seems to be coming back to his best but but so is Ryan Christie and Scott Brown plays and Callum McGregor How does Neil Lennon fit Olivier and Chamin? Let us know 01419511025 The Celtic manager believes he is getting the best from the Frenchman And he wants to try and use him more I, I do like him in an advanced attacking position You know And at times you're looking at him and thinking He's too good a player Not to be starting or, or getting game time He's French so he's a bit moody sometimes You know But not in a bad way It's Something, he's been a little bit inconsistent, but you know you can see with some of his performances this season what an exceptional talent he can be. So obviously I'm, I'm delighted to to have him in the squad and be able to work with him, and um, delighted to see you know two quality goals. His first goal, you can do that more. You know we've been trying to encourage the midfield players, Christy McGregor, Ollie, maybe not so much Brownie, <coughs> to, sh- to shoot more from outside the box if the opportunity arises and um, you know he's taken that on board and you know got his reward with two great goals there's a simple question to kick you off then how does Neil Lennon fit Olivier and Cham into the Celtic team or, or does he not does he simply leave him out because the other players are better you tell us 0141 951 1025 or at Clyde SSB it's quite a dilemma at the moment that's a nice one to have Tom Rogic coming back as well to, towards mm-hmm. uh, to peak fitness as well mm-hmm. and uh, if you're asking me where do you fit him in if he's going to play him as Neil said there in an advanced role I don't think you play him ahead of uh, Ryan Christie at the moment um, number 10 role has to bring goals and Champ scored a couple and, and he, he, he does chip in but he's not an out-and-out goal scorer he's a, a very creative footballer whereas Christie is scoring goals for fun so at the moment and if, he's, if that's the position he's going to, going to look at him for you don't play him ahead of Ryan Christie in my opinion So you don't fit him in He's a sub according to Fraser Wishup Jim, do you go along with that? It's just difficult I think when you've got a good squad And you've got a lot of games to play Then that's the that's the, the, the luxury that you have And the dilemma you, you also have as a manager of, of a club the, the, the size and the expectations at Celtic uh, I, I, I slightly disagree with Neil Lennon he, he works with him every day So he's got a lot more uh, knowledge than I have Regarding Olivier and Cham But when I've seen him playing, including last week, in in that kind of number ten role that Christie plays, I, I don't I agree with Fraser. I don't think he's as effective. Uh, I think he likes to on the ball. I think he, he likes to link up the play, and he can break forward. There's no doubt about that. But I still think he likes to play facing the play, not yeah. not not kind of <clears throat> a little bit higher up. So for me, um, it's about whether he rests Scott Brown on occasion, whether the rest Cal McGregor, as we mm-hmm. mentioned, the the you know the guy that played more games than anyone else. Um, last season, and I just think it's a great uh, it's a great um, dilemma to have if you're a manager. But you know he is a top class player. I think he had struggled a little bit, and he does seem a little bit more um, you know sharper now. So you know the, the, there will be real competition in that area, and uh, it's about fitting him in and getting the balance right. But I think at the moment he probably will stick with him, and I think he will play with Christie perhaps wider as he did at the weekend. And um, you know, allow, allow get him in the team really at the moment. Yeah, I was just about to speak to Paul in Wisher who has disappeared. Mm-hmm. So we'll try and get Paul back. Bad timing. Uh, there, the I suppose the if if you are of a mind to try and do something, Fraser, the the, the phrase that you you often hear is when he's on his game, he, he's too good to be a, a backup player. But the 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 when is the 
maybe been the, the key part of it, trying to make sure he's he's on it a bit more often. Is yeah. that fair? Yeah, I think that is fair. I think he has been a wee bit inconsistent, but when he when he is playing, he's, he's a good footballer, and, and I actually agree with Jim. I don't think he, he's a forward player. I don't think he likes to play with his back to goal, which Christie does. Christie's very clever. He holds the ball in well. He goes and links the play. But then Cham prefers to get forward from deeper areas coming onto the ball. And that's that's a, a different role. Stuart Armstrong used to play that role really well and get goals for, for Celtics. So, yeah, it's a, it's a dilemma. But I, I think it's, it's two from three from Brown, McGregor and, uh, and then Cham for that position. And it's either Rogic or Christie for the number 10. Paul and Wishaw, I don't know where you've disappeared to give us a call back. I know you had some thoughts on that uh, particular point. So get in touch. Alex and Rossi, though. Hi, Alex. Hi, guys. Thanks for saying, listen to my call. No problem, Alex. Uh, j- just just basically uh, what I'd like to ask Jim and Fraser, and, and Celtic done so well the other night there, Jim, uh, and they've got a big squad, as you keep saying. Do you, do you think it'd be a good idea for Neil to turn around and say to that squad, the, the team that played the other night, the right guys, use it in against Hibs as a reward for, for getting us there? The exact same team, put them back in again, let them fight fight against the Hibs, obviously, get into the final, and if we win that, let them play in the final. Are you talking about for the semi? I think you're talking about the semi final then, not 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 at the weekend. You know, the, the, the semi final. I'm yeah. talking about Jim. Yeah, obviously I, he's going to he's going to make changes for the league game, but <laughs> semi final, league cup. I know it's an important cup, but it's not the most important cup. Mm. But do you think it'd be a good idea to say to that to make guys? They're on the mm. ball. He's in for the semis. I, I don't I don't think you will, Alex. I don't think you'll say that. One, you know, I think things can change. I think you do have to keep players on their toes. You have to keep that. Uh, that kind of level of performance up and making sh- make sure your players are fully aware of that. And, and no disrespect, Hibs are a better team than Partick Thistle. So you've got a different, you know, you know, team, different level. You've got a Premier League team to play against. And, uh, you know, so if, if you want to get to the final, I think on the day, he just has to pick the team he thinks is best suited to playing against Hibs. I get your point. It, they have got good players. Um, he did fresh up, obviously, Frank Pom coming in, uh, guys like that. I don't think he'll start that. I think if if um, Julian's fit, if Seminovich is obviously a few weeks away, but if, if these guys are fit, I think he'll give they'll, they'll come back in and he'll play El Hamadi back back as a right back. So I get I get I get what you're saying in terms of building confidence for these players and giving trusting them. I just don't think it will happen Alex I mean Fraser You might see that to an extent You often see League Cup goalkeepers For instance And Neil Lennon might already know Or have an inclination That Craig Gordon will play in the semis But it would be remarkable To see a full team repeated Wouldn't it Given that as Jim says A few weeks have still to pass Yeah I mean We're getting to the important stage now You can chop and change Your your team a bit In the kind of lead up games In the last 16 In the quarter finals But when you're getting to semis And you're playing against Hibs Who who despite all their, their problems Still have good quality players and can cause Celtic problems as we'll probably see tomorrow. Um, so no, for, for me, when you get to semi-finals, and we all know it's quadruple treble, we all know Celtic's fantastic run uh, of, of cup ties. I saw a figure the other day, it's twenty nine games or something in a row. They want to keep that going. So you'll see Neil Lennon pick his strongest possible team for the semi. Alec, who are the the fringe players then, or the guys that maybe don't play as often? Who are the ones that are impressing you that you want to see given more of a chance? Obviously, Baku the other night there, and I mean, at the end of the day, I, I know what Jim's saying. Obviously, the, the Hibs are going to be stronger, and what have you? But I believe these guys can come into the first team. You know, if they're if they're called upon, you know. So I firmly believe that that they should be given a wee run and take my side and say, look, you've got us into the semis. You're going to be playing the semis. It gives them something to hold on to, something that makes them feel involved as well. You know. And as far as uh, Nitcham and is concerned. 
Ryan Christie all day long for me, Gordon. Ryan Christie all day mm. long. I know that champ plays a good game now and then, but Christie's a much better player. Last week he sort of came out to the right. He was, I thought, in my, he was ineffective. Uh, Ryan Christie all day long. Mitch, I'm good player, but uh, no, I wouldn't have him ahead of the, the guys that are there. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I don't find that surprising because no. Ryan Christie's been particularly good as well. It's, but like, I think the, the phrase that you mentioned earlier on, it's clearly a nice problem. Yeah. Nice problem to have. Has, has Scott Brown maybe played more games than than you thought he would? Yeah, I, I must admit, I did. I thought that. I know he didn't uh, play the other night, but yeah, I, I thought that he would. He, the weekend there, he may well have rested him. Um, you know, at home to, to Kilmarnock, you know, after the European game. But I think again, he's, he's such an influential player, and and he keeps um, he, he keeps um, you know. Uh, keeps the doubters at bay all the time. You know, every time we his performances, you know, every every time somebody writes him off, he comes bouncing back stronger than before. And and I think sometimes we write off good players, guys that know the game, guys who are influential in, on the team far too early. I mean, I know he's what is he 34, 34, 35, something like that. But but he's he's to me he's he's got a good couple of years left in him, you know. I mean, you know, you don't write off top class players and he's he's fitter, he's obviously Taking himself out the international scene now, so I, I, I see Scott Brown being a major player for Celtic. Not not just this season, but with a season or two to come. Colo uh, Bowling Golly is on Twitter. He says Christie has the engine to sit along with McGregor playing Cham in number ten. There has to come a time uh, when Bruni is phased out. I don't suppose we'll be be seeing that anytime soon. Certainly, that the, there are no. Suggestions uh, If you want to get in touch On the phones It's 0141 951 1025 Paul and Wisher What a tease he's been tonight He's back on the phone And just every time I think I'm about to, to Bring the call yeah. on It sort of goes away again um, And this is Me just padding To see if he is actually there And it doesn't look like it so Come on Paul <laughs> uh, Let's hear a bit more From Neil Lennon uh, Of course taking on His old side Hibs tomorrow But no suggestion That it's a dress rehearsal Or anything like that For the Cup Semi Um as I've already told you Half past five On Saturday the 2nd of November um, Here's what Neil Lynn Had to say on that side of things It's a bit of a Awkward time for a kick-off But um, I, I played in They brought in half five kick-offs When I was a player here Back in Sort of like the 2000-2001 It's just A little bit of adjustment That's all You know It'll be a different routine For the players in pre-match But we'll cross that bridge When we'll come to it We'll be very much prepared, and it's obviously for for TV as well. It's a it's a premier game, you know, and um, a good game, I'm sure, to for anyone to watch, really. So, yeah, I mean, it's a strange time for kickoff, but no issues with it, really. Can tomorrow's game give you any indication as to what can happen that day? Not really. Like a touchstone on uh, Wednesday night, you don't know what sort of form either team are going to be in going into the semi final, um, and. Anything can happen on any given day, so I don't think tomorrow's an indicator at all, really. That question always sort of has to be asked because mm-hmm. it's the one that's staring you in the face. But I've never seen a manager <laughs> say, yeah, mm-hmm. "Yep, yep, it is. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's a dress rehearsal." Yeah, I mean, it's always a difficult one when the plates are in a relatively short period of time, you know. But you know, it's right. You know, form can fluctuate. But I think that uh, if you get a positive result, it certainly helps your players. I think there's no doubt about that. I think if you're on the back end of a negative result, then you've you've got a little bit of a point to prove. But I certainly think I think there's a slight indication, but I don't I don't think it's a it's a major say. I think a semi final is is I think Celtic will be really strong favourites. Not only the fact that they're such a a fantastic uh, side in cup competitions, 
Um, but they've got better players and more importantly, I think they've got the experience of being there and knowing how to get over these type of hurdles where Hibs are still searching for any sort of level of consistency. So when it comes up, I think Celtic will be huge favourites and rightfully so. That Neil Lennon, not, not complaining as such about the kickoff time, Fraser, but finding enough in it to, yeah. to sort of call it, what was it, strange or unusual? Can't remember the word. Yeah, well, it's neither because we, we play twelve thirty on a Saturday very often. As you, as you know, Gordon, you get the six-hour specials. You oh, love yes. it on a Saturday. It's nothing better. But uh, in terms of the routine for the players, mate, at five thirty is Jim. I know you're involved still day to day, and does it does it make uh, sure uh, the semi-final? Yeah, 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 sorry. I, yeah, yeah. I, I don't I don't like the, the 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 long wait as a player. That's the only thing. Yeah. Like, or as a manager, you know, and Fraser will be the same. When 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 you when you want to play, you know, you, it's just such a it's such a long day. And that's the only thing for the players. But in terms of the preparation, I really don't think it matters because there's yeah. so many different kickoff times now. You know, you know, back back in the the, the, the black and white days when we played, <laughs> then the vast majority were three o'clock, uh, t- uh, you know, kickoffs. But now they're all over the place. They're Friday night, Sundays, Saturday half twelve, twelve, half past five, etc. Yeah. Et Everything changes. So I don't think it'll matter to the players really. It's just a, a bit of a drag. For the players leading up to the game It's a drag for a midweek yeah. night as well yeah. and, and it is, it's the worst thing Because yeah. you don't know whether to sleep You don't know whether to go for a long sleep You don't know whether to long, have a long lie When you, If you get up early You've got three or four hours <laughs> Or five hours to kill Before you have lunch And when do you eat So <laughs> it is, it's a long day But I, I don't have a problem I don't have a problem with the kickoff time I think it's going to be interesting to see Hamden will be full Under the floodlights it's, which, which is great Love to play under the floodlights <laughs> When I was Myself, so yeah, listen, it's what it is, and, and both sides will have to cope with it. Rangers fans, Aberdeen fans, let's hear from you on 01419511025. One of the great rivalries that we have in our top flight, and it's reignited again tomorrow. How many meetings last season? So much drama, so much controversy, wins for both sides, red cards, non award of red cards, <laughs> compliance officers. <laughs> what are you expecting when the sides meet tomorrow? 01419511025 and we'll hear from Stephen Gerrard next. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Road Accident Solicitors. The compensation you deserve when you've been sidelined. Talk to Thompson's.com. Jim Duffy and Fraser Wishart here with me, Gordon Duncan, ready to take your calls ahead of a huge weekend in the Scottish Premiership. Six fixtures tomorrow. Six hour special for us And uh, we are genuinely looking forward to it Because there's so much happening Hibs against Celtic uh, Rangers taking on Aberdeen Big games all across the table as well I wonder if we're getting close to that stage Where the table starts to settle down Fraser, it's usually after the next international break Isn't it? That's kind of when you start to to get a rough idea It depends where your team is Your manager (laughs) always says Ah, it's not settled down yet Because they're sitting in ninth place After 11 games I I think once they've played each other once I think that's A fair reflection A fair reflection You can uh, see where Teams are going to be And uh, you know And the team's just going to Settle down a wee bit And see whether they're going to be Fighting for Europe Or fighting for relegation Uh, Big games tomorrow Across the board anyway David's a Rangers fan In Huggin Field Hi David Hi there, how you doing Gordon? You alright? Yeah, good David What's your point tonight? Uh, no, no. It was just a, it was just a quick question. It was just obviously I don't have any beef about obviously, but the obviously the scheduling of the fixtures. It was just wondering what was if Rangers were the first one out the draw against Hearts. Why are they not obviously playing the Saturday? And then now they're going to be playing the Sundays. I, said, I don't have any I don't have any beef about it because obviously the games are going to go ahead regardless. Though 
That yeah, I, I mean, listen, it's, 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 it's fair curiosity, Fraser. I, I just don't think the two are related. It, it, it doesn't. No. It simply doesn't work that way. The TV companies call the tune, so to speak. Um, I think both games on BT Sport, aren't they? So yeah. Reg- yeah. it doesn't really matter who comes out the hat first. No, I, I don't think so, David. I'm not 100 percent sure, but I would, I would guess it. The being that uh, yeah, I've seen this before. It's definitely happened before. Yeah, yeah TV companies will decide because they've got the rights to, to show both games. They'll decide which games go on at, at, at whatever time. So uh, I think Rangers fans will be pretty happy. Three o'clock on a Sunday rather than a Saturday although maybe those who travel well, from well that's true that's true that's true enough I suppose yeah. that is. as I say it was just it was just a curiosity I just I was, obviously I hadn't heard it obviously but the but the when the fixtures were going to be yeah. until obviously I was listening to the show yeah um, I mean it can be difficult to be, because we've seen this before as well constant sympathy for Aberdeen fans because on a Sunday at least it's not a Sunday lunchtime yeah because I know there are public transport complications and so on. I don't know the train the train timetable at the moment or the bus timetable, but I'm sure someone will have spotted a difficulty somewhere. <laughs> but at least, mm. at the very least, the fact that it's a Sunday, at least it's not lunchtime. Yeah, I think you know we prefer it, but I get I, I don't know whether they look at um, you know the the competition in England. You know the type of games they've got. The, you know the profile of the games they've got, and, and try and. Try and, get, try and get a, a game before they start Or, you know, for viewing figures All these kind of things But I'm pretty sure there's a lot of that put, put in It's not just as straightforward as saying Right, we'll kick off at this yeah. time I think there's a, there's a lot to consider Before they pick which games and what time Right, David Any Rangers fan looks for I would imagine Celtic games first When the fixtures come out But the Aberdeen games are usually high on the list as well What are you thinking ahead of tomorrow? Oh, def- definitely. No, and I'm really looking forward to it tomorrow. I, I, hopefully, a good result. It was at that, personally, I think that was a great result against Livingston. It was obviously a tough, tough tie uh, on a tough pitch. Um, hopefully, Joe Rebo's okay, but I, I can't see him being able to. No, he's not play tomorrow. tomorrow no. But, no, not tomorrow, but, but I hope he's well. But uh, I, 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 I think it'll be a win for us, to be honest. I really do. Um, and just before I go, can I just say, I'd, I'd like to. to Say thanks to all the clubs in Scotland for the respect they showed to Fernando Rickson. It really was amazing. Um, but anyway, that's that's all I've got to say. Yeah, well said. And, and, and thank you. And I'd like to thank them all for that. It was really good. Really Brilliant. nice to see. Good stuff. Thank you very much. That was David, a Rangers fan, uh, in Hug and Field. Give us your thoughts on tomorrow's game. What a rivalry it is. It always has been. Um, and maybe even. You know, you, you think back to maybe eighties, nineties as as being the the pinnacle of that rival. But look at last season; it, it certainly felt like it was more intense than ever. Um, it got up and running in quite some fashion, didn't it? With the one all game in the opening weekend of the season, Morelos was sent, sent off. off yeah, and uh, then we all became obsessed with the compliance judiciary <laughs> system, <laughs> compliance, and did referees see it or not see it? And and that just carried on at this stage. Of the season Rangers went out of the cup Which was a season defining result In many ways um, Aberdeen came down to Ibrox And won In the league Rangers then go back up to Petaudry And get revenge Aberdeen knocking them out of, of Of another cup And it was just It was Breathtaking every time they met oh, last yeah. season. It's, it's, it's always been a tasty fixture. I can remember playing in it for for, for Rangers. I've still got the scars down my shin from Stuart McKimmy who <laughs> glad gladly left one on me and uh, and broke my shin guard. But um, it, it, listen, they were great games, great games to play in. And from a, from a spectator's point of view, they're they're always quite tasty. I think Rangers will be really disappointed uh, last year in the way they went out the cups because I was at the semi final. I wasn't at the the, the, the Scottish Cup time. The semi final League Cup. And Aberdeen didn't have to play particularly. It was a poor game, but Rangers were really poor. And to be knocked out of both cups in Glasgow, one at one at Ibrox, one at Hamden, 
I think that would have really hurt uh, Stephen Gerrard. Given, you know, given the fact that the league was always going to be quite a difficult thing for them to get to, to, to go out the cups with a bit of a whimper. So I think Rangers will be up for it tomorrow. I saw Aberdeen play last weekend against Livingston. They were okay, but they're, they're, they're just, they look good. They look good on paper. They've got a nice balance to the team. They've got good players. There's something just missing, and it really mm. is around. The big Sam Cosgrove doesn't he score. Nobody else looks like scoring in the team And that was the same last week Until he came on They didn't look like scoring Rangers fans Aberdeen fans All your thoughts ahead of tomorrow please 0141-951-1025 And Friday night You've always got these Different team suggestions Going through your head Maybe Maybe it should be Katic Maybe it should be Holander Defoe Morelos It's uh, the same ones We've been used to For a couple of weeks now But how are you feeling 0141-951-1025 Stephen Gerrard Backing his players To impress against Aberdeen This season As we touched on Knocked out of both cups by Derek McInnes' men in the last campaign As well as taking points from them in the Premiership And uh, Stephen Gerrard says No hiding from what happened last campaign Aberdeen hurt us a lot last year Certainly from a, a cup point of view They knocked us out of both cups And, and got some joy against us in the league um, But that's all in the past We believe we're better We believe we've improved Recruited well We're in, we're in a good place I don't know how many times we're going to play Aberdeen this, this year But it'll... They're all going to be tough games, home or away, and we need to be prepared for that. Um, our last fixture here against Aberdeen, we played ever so well. We controlled the majority of the game, and uh, we found a, a real, real performance uh, on the day. Um, that's the, the the game that the players need to, to focus on because it wasn't so long ago; it was only a, a couple of months back. Uh, but the players know what they're going to face. They know the challenge. They know the Aberdeen players really, really well. They know it'll be tough for them, tough not to crack. Uh, the respect's there, certainly there. But if we find our level and play our best, I'm confident we can get the result we want. I know it's only one game tomorrow, Jim, but will it be in Stephen Gerrard's mind to really try and improve that, that head-to-head against Aberdeen? Ultimately, if you want to dominate domestically, you have to get past Celtic. But, but that was perhaps Rangers' problem last season. They couldn't get past Aberdeen. And I know it was cup mm-hmm. competitions, um, but I'm, I'm sure... They will be want to try and exert some sort of dominance in those fixtures well, this year. They were even against Celtic League. They only got two two wins at Ibrox and two losses at Celtic Park. But the the it's funny uh, you, you were asking me earlier on about you know whether matches made a difference in, in a short period of time, and we've just heard Stephen Gerrard differing from from Neil Lennon referring to a match a couple of months ago, mm-hmm. but saying that this is the kind of performance we need. This is the type you know standards we need to set. To have a result against Aberdeen because Aberdeen done a number of them a couple of times at, uh, in Glasgow, uh, stifled them, you know, uh, made it difficult. And the longer the games went on, the more you kind of sensed, you know, the 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 Aberdeen might just nick it, and they managed to do that a couple of times. So I, I think it's all about the first half tomorrow f- for Rangers. I think they really have to get after Aberdeen. They have to upset their game plan because they know that Aberdeen will make it difficult. Will be very organised. Discipline. They know how dangerous they are at set pieces, so I think Rangers have to get their noses in front, and then that might have to change the mindset of the Aberdeen mm. players, open the game up a little bit. And if that happens, then Rangers definitely have the quality, and particularly in Morelos, but the quality. The, the big problem for Rangers now is they brought Ryan Kent in to try and open up tight defences and unfortunately he gets injured in the first game I'm going to blame this on it being a Friday I have again mentioned Aberdeen coming to that semi-final haven't I? We've talked about the it's fans I need to g- oh, Honestly, you can, you can see my No, I'm not even going to try and defend it let's be honest <laughs> uh, It's of course hearts Please, please forgive me It's been a long week um, <laughs> But yeah, Fraser, I mean th- 
Seven meetings Stephen Gerrard Sort of yeah. I think tongue in cheek There saying I don't know how many times We'll play them um, The <laughs> just, will be seven Because they're, they're knocked out the court. Well yeah that's true So we're, we're at least one down um, But yeah The Aberdeen still Although they're not At their best They still have it Within them To, to be a really difficult Opponent for Rangers oh, tomorrow yeah. Oh yeah I mean they're not They're not in the best of form They're sitting okay in the league Position wise And I say I've, I've seen them a couple of times This year And they just haven't had a wee a spark at all, you know. They're always well organised. They're always well set up. They have players who, who work really hard. But going the other way is where, where they're, they're really struggling. And uh, say last weekend, Curtis Main up front with Hedges and Gallagher playing quite narrow, just going back to front to try and get the ball up the park early. It just didn't work. Cosgrove came on, and, and they were a, they were a, a different team because he, he can go and hit them and play off them. Um, but they'll, they'll make it really difficult And I agree totally with, with, with Jim's sentiment there About Rangers start, They need to start on the front foot Start at a real high tempo And push Aberdeen back Because when, you, when you're a team That's not playing particularly well And not playing at your best if After 20-25 mm. minutes You've been on the back foot And under real pressure It can, it can affect the confidence of, of the Aberdeen team So Rangers have to start Positively And really try and get their noise In the front early on Jim some people don't care And Hugh Keevans is one of them When I ask him these questions He just <laughs> says Well Rangers are winning They're keeping clean sheets who cares mm-hmm. But I, I do notice On our social media Over the last couple of weeks There is a consistent Katic or Hillander debate mm-hmm. And it keeps happening And then It happened before Wednesday's game Then Wednesday's game Took place And Hillander struggled In the second half mm-hmm. So did Any change tomorrow Anything that you would be looking yeah, out but, for Yeah but I mean It was a, a clean sheet Against Feyenoord yep. And then obviously exactly, A clean, yeah. clean sheet Against Livingston You know so You know you you sometimes think It's not all about one player It's about the balance He maybe gives the team He's left sided And maybe Stephen Gerrard Just thinks Listen there's a more natural Balance about the team With Hillander And yeah they've invested heavily But I don't really think Stephen Gerrard's a take a manager That puts a player in Because he cost a certain amount of money I think he puts a player in Because he thinks He's the right guy And for one reason or another We're all the same Every time I've seen Rangers With Goldstone and Catholics I think that's a good partnership but Stephen Gerrard's the guy And he obviously thinks There's something just not quite As strong as Golson and Hellander So I expect that partnership to stay um, for, for, the, for, for the game against Aberdeen at the weekend And Morelos was Particularly involved against Aberdeen Above all sides really Well the Celtic games There's always that spotlight as well But Aberdeen were the the games that really brought about the controversy last season yeah. for him, Fraser. Everyone who's watched him, his manager, everyone is praising him, and rightly so, because he doesn't seem to be getting involved anywhere near as much. Um, but I wonder if Aberdeen will try and push those buttons again. Oh, totally, absolutely. I mean, every player that's playing against Alfredo Morelos uh, and, and will try and press his buttons, and it's all part of the of the game. Jim did it when he played. I did it when I played as well. If you know there's a weak point in your opponent, then you can get them riled up, and they might have a wee kick at you or whatever else. Then they're going to do that, and and. If you're not going to learn from last seasons, Alfredo uh, Morelos, then you, you can worry. Would he learn at all? But that seems he has been full in his praise. I mean, he, he's a top player, and he can't afford to be sitting on the sidelines. And all the clubs that are watching him, and there'll be lots of clubs watching him. Whether they're making bids or not, I don't know. But there'll be lots of clubs watching him, and they'll be watching to see his temperament. Because if you're going to spend big money on bringing him into to one of the big leagues. The managers are going to say, okay, I fancy him as a player, but he's been sent off far too often. How is he the last six months? Is he learning? And if he's learning, then his value goes higher. I, I, th- I think tomorrow will we'll, we'll be a test from yeah. a little bit because he didn't start against Celtic. He only came on late in the game. Um, so, you know, you can't say really that was a real test in terms of his temperament. And I think Aberdeen will test his temperament because Absolutely. they will be aggressive and they will be in about him and they will try and rile him. There's no there's no doubt about that. So I think tomorrow, um, in terms of how, how he's... 
you know, the real the real test for him will, will come. But I, I genuinely look at him and he, he seems to be smiling a little bit more. He seems to be enjoying his football. And I think when you're enjoying your football, you're scoring goals and the fans adore you. I, I, I think he, will, he, will, he is, you know, I'm not saying it's, it's not there at any time because that's you. part of his makeup. But I, I think he's certainly dealing with situations a lot, lot better now. This is the perfect time to get your call in because we're going to get some travel news from Stephen and then we could be hearing from you. So it's 0141 951 1025. Get in touch. Let us know what's on your mind. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's personal injury solicitors. Compensation you deserve. When there's been foul play, talk to Thompson's.com. Jim Duffy's here. Fraser Wishart is alongside him, and we are building up to a six game Saturday in the Premiership tomorrow. Huge fixtures all across the board. So let's hear from every single, well, not every single one of you, because my mm-hmm. goodness, we'll be here till midnight, <laughs> but as many of you as possible. Uh, with your thoughts and suggestions ahead of tomorrow's games It's 01419511025 on the phones Twitter is at Clyde SSB um, And Peter is on He says Rangers supporters don't want to see Nikola Katic in place of Hillander We want to see him partner mm. Hillander So there we go It's uh, two from three certainly And we can all argue about it And we'll find out round about two o'clock tomorrow um, what that team's going to be Craig Logan's got thoughts tomorrow Rangers start with a high tempo Play with pace and movement They will be too good for Aberdeen Derek McInnes's one and only tactic in these games Is to play for set pieces And slow the game down uh, will, will Aberdeen be Smarting from, from midweek A bit of criticism going Derek McInnes's mm-hmm. way It would have been the opposite to be fair Craig Levine would have been on the receiving <laughs> end does that does that impact your approach for tomorrow at all? Yeah, I think a little bit. I mean, again, it's it's all about seconds. You know, it was the ninety second minute Craig Calcutt scored. You know, and, and again, fine margins, isn't it? If 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 that doesn't happen, then everyone's saying, "What well, is Aberdeen another semi final?" And again, that record is very good. But when you lose, whether it's penalties, whether it's unfortunate, or whatever, it doesn't matter circumstances. When you're a club at Aberdeen. Aberdeen fans We spoke about it in, in, in Wednesday Gordon That they, you know They're looking for silver when he's You know Derek's only got the one So therefore Again as I said We know how difficult it is But because Some other clubs Have won it in, in there Not just Celtic You know Then um, You know It does bring a little bit Of criticism So But the best way To respond to that Is to go to somewhere Like Ibrox mm-hmm. and, and put on a performance But I do think It will have knocked The stuff out of him A little bit I think that that's A, a tournament um, that they would have targeted and thought that they could have they could have went on and, and, and done pretty well on it. So uh, I think there, it might be a wee bit of a hangover lingering there. And again, as I said, I think Rangers have got to try and take advantage of that. Um, and as much as Derek's fantastic, his team he seems to get his team bouncing back over over the the last four or five years. He, you know, they they very rarely um, you know have a real bad patch. You know, they only have a couple of games here and there. He seems to get them back on track quickly. I think in this particular occasion, I, I, I'm with Fraser. You know, the Don's have a lot of you know natural goal scorers in their team. So I think Wilson hasn't quite. He looks a good player, but he just doesn't quite, mm, quite seem to find the net goals. often enough. Uh, Andrew is a Celtic fan in Maryhill. Hi, Andrew. Hi there. How are you doing? Good, Andrew. What's your point tonight? Good evening, all the panel. Good evening, Andrew. Andrew. It was just to check out, just to be slightly educated about the. I'm going back slightly for the for the program there. Uh, when phoned up is just the time scale of the cup matches, mm-hmm. the league matches. Obviously, the European matches are done out between uh, Glasgow. Obviously, I just wonder if you could educate me there a bit better. 
in terms of who decides when the... Well, who gets the money when it's the Scottish Cup? Does it go in the BBC? Who gets the money when it goes elsewhere? Does it go to Sky? Just just to be a wee bit educated because I'm not that... Alright, well, listen, there's a... That's a... And not an easy question to answer across the board But for the League Cup it, it's, it certainly is And um, we can be specific on that Andrew, it is on BT So BT are the, the, the sole broadcast right holders As far as television is concerned I think for the live games And Fraser, Cup games are split 50-50 aren't they? In fact they're split across the four teams, four teams Which take part in the semi-final So whatever happens cool. between um, Rangers and Hearts yeah. I've learned well I think it's less than 20% hearts. isn't it Yeah of course You take off Whatever You're, you're for Hamden, and Hamden and whatever. Yeah. Um, But it's split across The four teams And I think that's why The ticket price Is generally the same In both Yeah features. and the clubs The clubs have to agree Andrew to, to the ticket prices So all the income From the tickets And all the sales And the pies and the bottles All that kind of stuff Will all probably all go into the Into the pot And be split Four ways But uh, the TV rights With BTP To 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 to, uh, to show the games We'll go into the SPFL and it'll be split at the end of the season as profits because that's what they do at the end of the mm-hmm. season. They split all the profits. So yeah, the, the teams, that's why most teams, the smaller teams, if the gyms Dumbarton, they want to play Celtic means away from home because even if there's 20,000 there, they get 50% of the income from, from that game because a cup tight split 50-50. Whereas in league games, the home team keeps all the income from, mm. from, uh, from ticket sales. Hopefully that makes some sort of sense, Andrew. It does not. Thanks for telling us that. I know, but at the end of the day, most most of the games, apart from the European games, get dictated between either BT or individual ones. So the Scottish Cup, will that be on BBC or what? No. Oh, now you're asking. I can't keep up. No, um, I think Sky and the BBC. I think yeah. I'm sure Sky have, have the have the rights to that as well. So, but again, any income that comes in, Andrew. Uh, for cup games it's sport yeah, yeah. yeah And then obviously If you're then selected For TV it's, 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 um, You know If you're in a Domestic games Then you get a little bit more At the end of the, end of the season Andrew As a Celtic fan What are you thinking Ahead of tomorrow's Game against Hibs I think it'll be a, a, a I think it'll be a hard one And I think Celtic will win 2-1 And I think uh, It'll be quite Quite frustrating for for Neil. Mm. Know what I mean? Yeah, I'm... I still I still think they'll manage to pass by it. There but is coming to, coming to semi-finals will be a different one. Do you know what I mean? I think I think Hibs will be more up for it coming to semi-final. Hibs to Hibs have had a, a strange week because you've got the, the the negativity, if you like, that comes with losing a, a derby, yeah. having been in front. You then we talk about the fine margins, penalties, and, and getting through in the League Cup. There are there are no signs at the moment that Celtic are going to drop anything domestically. No. That's not to say it won't happen, but at the moment there are no signs, nothing yet. In, so, f- in football, though, you, you, you know, there's oh, there's variables. You know, you can have a refereeing decision. You, you know, somebody can get sent off. But if it stays eleven v eleven and there's nothing too controversial, then Celtic will win the match because Celtic are playing with confidence. As I said, they've got better players. And Hibs, albeit a fantastic result, I think you know, you know, they've been struggling to keep clean sheets. So they went to Commander, but again, Commander's not a Prolific goal scoring team You know So I think it was a Great result To, to win the match Absolutely It'll help his confidence And see uh, Paul Heckenbottom saying Oh this could be a You know This could be the catalyst For for a, for a, a run of games But I think <laughs> Deep down He'd be thinking I wish it wasn't Celtic We're playing the next yeah, yeah. game You know So I, I, You know I, I, I still see Celtic winning the match They think they might win it A little bit more comfortably 
than by the by the one goal that uh, that uh, Andrew's suggested. Andrew, who's going to be the main man tomorrow? Who who's the one that you pin your hopes on more often than not at the moment? I don't know. I don't know. I'm mixed up with two or three. Too so much. I'll, I'll leave it. I'll That's leave fine. It. And I thank you. I'll let you carry on. And I thank you for your wee bit of clarification and your information on that as well. I like that. Andrew's just Andrew. pulling short of the specific predictions. He leaves that to, to, to you, Daffy. <laughs> so you have to, have to stick your neck on the line. <laughs> so about tomorrow. Uh, I don't mind that. Um, but there's a sort of it's a lengthy list of match winners Celtic okay. have, but also. Um, Familiar names If it's not Edward It's Christie If it's not Christie It's Forrester Th- Those three in particular Seem to really be Contributing at the, the sharp options, end don't they? Guys have not even played Much this season Scott Sinclair yeah. You know Just incredible When you think of his goals Return for the last three seasons And he kind of get a game At all just now Sped's injured as well Elianusi You've got Rogic coming back So it's an embarrassment of riches Mikey Johnson Mikey Johnson mm. is not there Lee Griffiths I mean mm. there's what Ten names <laughs> All of whom Can go and win a match On their on their own And, and I'm with Jim I, I think Celtic will win Fairly comfortably There's just mm. something Not quite right About Hibs at the moment um, Even during Reading reports Of the Kamarnock game I don't think they played Particularly well I don't think it was a classic They got mm. through So they'll be mm. feeling Great about themselves mm. But as a player if you're, if you're not playing well It's difficult to, to, get, to get That confidence back very, very quickly And if, if they don't start well tomorrow Hibs, it could be a long day for them If like Celtic are at the moment, Jim We, we mentioned it a moment or two ago um, th- There are no signs of dropping anything domestically <laughs> Naturally then, you would assume that The only thing that can beat you is yourself mm-hmm. Complacency is it, is it too early in the season for complacency to set in? Can that, can that happen in September? I don't I don't think it'd be complacency But I think this it's just natural That if you're better than most of the rest If not all of the rest Then... You know, there are times when, you know, you maybe that edge just comes off your game. I, I don't think it's there at the moment because I think, as I said, that, you know, they've, they've got everything to play for. And I think that, again, as Fraser listed a whole list of players there and Bio came in over it, you know, the weekend as well and scored. And I, I just think that's more which drives players on is that competition that Celtic have for places. You know, there's, there's real competition in all areas. So I think it's more about looking over your your, your shoulder in the dressing room and, uh, you know, looking thinking, wait a minute, there's a top-class player here. That's what both Celtic and Rangers have now, is people breathing down their neck to yeah. say, if you don't do the job, mm. I'm going to do the job. So I think that'll stop Celtic having any doubt at all about, uh, you know, dropping off the pace. I mean, I know late September doesn't go down as, as being typically such a crucial point in the season, Fraser, but in the space of eight days, Celtic and Rangers will have... Tried to get themselves into a League Cup semi-final With a crucial league game in the middle And then back into Europe So, yeah. um, you know, f- f- to cram all that into eight days There's a lot going on Yeah, well, it's, it's, it's the, the delight they've got from playing In European competition It's the big games come one after another And you're absolutely right they, they've, they've got uh, game after game that they have to win But that, that's, that's, that's a cliche But that's what you get when you play for Rangers and Celtic You have to win every single game And Rangers in particular, you know Don't have too much leeway at the moment Having lost the old firm game you know, they don't have a kind of poor result. They drop a couple of points tomorrow and Celtic win. Then all of a sudden it's five points and the, and, and the, the gap opens up. I, th- I think the gap between the old firm and the others is, is bigger this year. And I think because Rangers are a better team and they've signed well. Celtic have signed well, but guys like Ryan Christie, young, still improving. Edward looks a far better player as well. You forget how young he is as well and he's becoming... Almost a complete centre forward as well So Mikey Johnson These guys are getting better mm. And better and better And Hibs and Hearts in particular This season so far Have not been up to scratch 
Beat the Pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, thescottishsun.co.uk slash football. Beat the Pundit time, good way to get your weekend started by showing off your footballing knowledge and walking away with a signed ball. If you want to take on Fraser Wishart or Jim Duffy, now is your chance. It's 01419511025. You simply have to come on and get more questions right in 30 seconds than they do. Very simple. I'm sure you'll agree. 01419511025. The lines close at 7. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors, the league leader for compensation. Talk to Thompson's.com. Jim Duffy and Fraser Wishart here with me, Gordon Duncan, on tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. We kicked off hearing from Neil Lennon and asking you the question how does he fit Olivier and Cham into that midfield? Because Neil Lennon wants to use him, he says he's getting the best from him. But it doesn't appear that there's an obvious gap Unless you can think of one We also heard from Stephen Gerrard Looking to better that head-to-head record From last season against Aberdeen The two sides meeting at Ibrox tomorrow As soon as we're finished Beat the Pundit We're going to hear from Rangers Managing Director Stuart Robertson He's talking about the potential For a new Director of Football So hear what he has to say next Beat the Pundit with the Scottish Sun For the best football news and opinion online thescottishsun.co.uk slash football Before we get to that Beat the Pundit What a week we've had on Beat the Pundit First of all Roger Hanna ended his two and a half year winning streak on Tuesday He's not taking it well either <laughs> um, And then Gordon DL Absolutely hammered last night And you can imagine How that went down He got hammered did he? He, didn't he got Oh he was yeah, he, he keeps telling us it, it wasn't a hammering But it was It was It was out of his depth Quite frankly um, And he was all over the place And he's not He is also not taking it well So uh, Let's see what tonight Has in store for us Grant from Cumbernauld Is up tonight Hi Grant how are we doing, lads? Not too bad, thanks, Grant. It says on my trusty screen here that, that you're a Rangers fan. What are you thinking ahead of tomorrow? Oh, a massive game. Um, Celtic with the opportunity to, to stretch the lead, and it's down to us to just get the three points and look after ourselves. So, um, But a big weekend as far as the league's concerned. Is that the way it's going to be now, Grant? Is it, is it back to that because you kick off later? So by the time you turn up at Ibrox or, or settle down to listen to the game, you'll, you'll know if Celtic have dropped anything or if they've got the three points in the bank? It's not even that I think it's the fact That we blew it At the old firm um, we, we, we get it horribly wrong On the day And it's put us Under pressure already um, And this is As you say This is the way It's going to be From now until Christmas With League Cup football And European football As well as league action So um, No it's, it's purely just Rangers have just got to Look after themselves And keep winning 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 Good stuff The ice is now Sufficiently broken And we will get Beat the pundit up and running I'm going to toss the coin If it's heads You're up against Fraser And if it's tails It's Jim Duffy and it's heads It's Fraser Against Grant from Cumbernauld So I'm going to give Fraser Something else to listen to He's given me the thumbs up Grant So he is hearing Clyde too loud In his ear That means he can't hear your attempts 30 seconds You're head to head with Fraser The secret Grant Is you can pass If you're going to pass Just do it quickly and move on Okay Okay doc. Good man Your time starts Now Rangers have announced a partnership With Bengaluru FC Of which country? India uh, what was the final score of Glasgow City's Champions League match last night? Uh, 2-0 Glasgow City What is Scotland's biggest football stadium outside of Glasgow? Uh, Kilmarnock, Ruffy Park Which Celtic defender will be out for up to four months with a knee injury? Uh, pass Where did Lee Griffiths start his playing career? Oh, Dundee And which Scottish Championship team weren't formed until 1994? Uh, Lovington oh, okay. uh, No, the pass uh, Okay, let's bring... <laughs> Fraser back 
Uh, Fraser, can you hear us? I can, Good yes. stuff. Right, same set of questions to you. Are you ready? Yeah. Rangers have announced a partnership with Bengaluru FC of which country? India. What was the final score of Glasgow City's Champions League match last night? 3 1. What is Scotland's biggest football stadium outside of Glasgow? Uh, uh, Pitodri. Which Celtic defender will be out for up to four months with a knee injury? Simunovic. Where did Lee Griffith start his playing career? Livingston. Which Scottish Championship team weren't formed until 1994? Inverness Cali Thistle. And what country does Oliver Buck currently play in? Don't know. France. Okay. Grant, you've heard the competition. Are you giving yourself much chance? No, I think I'd done it. I think I'd had Gordon Delphi last night, actually. See, Grant, you had that classic thing where you knew which ones you were getting wrong and that you could hear it and then you were kicking yourself afterwards and that's <laughs> just what happens when the pressure is on uh, let's, I've, got, I've got a friend in particular at the moment believe it or not I, I do have, have a friend, a friend in yeah, particular. Yeah. Um, but I've got a friend in, who keeps boasting about how he could easily beat the pundit you know easily um, but he doesn't seem to quite grasp that it's when the pressure's on mm. it's easy to sit back in the house and, and, and is he phoning in for it is he ever going to do it he's not put his Can money where his, his mouth is yet yeah. but we'll, we'll maybe uh, he'll yeah, we'll let you try like everyone else right first question Rangers have announced a partnership with Bengaluru FC mm. of India you both got that right well done one all the final score of Glasgow City's Champions League match last night you obviously turned it off at th- uh, 3-1 Fraser one, it was 4-1 one. yeah so well done uh, to the ladies by the way uh Chertanovo of Russia Into the last 16 mm-hmm. Of the Champions League I think the draw's Monday And they're one of the Eight unseeded teams So well done To all the Glasgow City players Last night The biggest football stadium Outside Glasgow is Pitodri mm-hmm. Fraser knew it um, Well done to you It wasn't Rugby Park I'm afraid Grant um, <laughs> not, There's not much in it I don't think I had a, No I don't <laughs> a, 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 um, Well no there's a lot in it From Rugby Park To be fair But from, from Tynecastle And, and, yeah, and, Easter, and Road, Easter Road So Fraser goes 2-1 in front Jozo Simunovic Is the defender up, mm-hmm. Out for up to 4 months 3-1 to Fraser Lee Griffiths Started his playing career At Livingston It was Dundee next I think Grant yeah. So again Not a million miles away But as Fraser knew his stuff there And he just Rubbed salt in the wounds Inverness Cali Thistle Formed in 1994 It doesn't even matter That he had a nightmare On the last one Oliver Burke plays in Spain At the moment So it was 5 to Fraser And I'm afraid Grant It was only 1 to you Hardlines Nice one Cheers guys Thanks. Good man Enjoy well the game tomorrow Cheers, Grant. Grant That was Grant uh, from Cumbernauld We do have championship football underway mm-hmm. All this talk of kick-off times For the League Cup semis <laughs> You should be getting used to this now We've got a championship Friday night card Always at five past eight uh, And it's Queen of the South against Dundee mm-hmm. um, Queen's have started tw- better team mm-hmm. A wee bit of pressure on Dundee Graham Dorans is starting for Dundee I think this is his debut And uh, no, did he play last week? I think he might have played last week But he's, he gets uh, full after 53 seconds But at the moment it's been all Queen of the South there I'm all the pressure Kevin Holt had a good shot Saved by, by the goalkeeper Funny because I, I dared Obviously he's a, a few clubs were interested And he, he didn't fancy the artificial surfaces His first game for Dundee <laughs> Down at Queen of the South And an artificial surface There's a few of them there <laughs> He's trying to get them down to Dumbarton uh, No I would have loved to have a player Of Graham Doran's quality um, Because I think he's a terrific player But yeah. he's just been absolutely You know Devastated by, by injuries Over so the last lucky, 18 yeah. months And but if he can, he can be fit He could be a big player for Dundee And you know what You know they, they need to get themselves A bit of consistency And get on the run I know they nicked one I think uh, Last week But I think they had to go to places Like Palmerston And pick up all three points it was good. Um, I'm trying to rack my brains I can't think of every Championship player Off the top of my head Would he be And we've got an opening goal actually mm. uh, Queen of the South Have taken the lead 
uh, one nil up on but Dundee. Jack Hamilton on loan from uh, from Livy. Don't, yeah. don't be hit the post as always. Twenty five yards, just shifted <laughs> it, got a yard. And you're thinking, oh, he's going to pull the trigger, and he did hit the post and uh, good finish for the lad. He fouled in for the rebound, mm. so. Uh, deserve to be ahead if they've started a better team Dobies isn't too bad certainly but I'm, I'm sure Dorans would, would he have the best CV if you like in the championship I know that's not everything mm. but you know like you said if you can get the best out of him at this stage yeah I mean absolutely terrific footballer as I said and you know he's played at great level international player you know what I mean so you know to get that player into your, into your squad into your team um, you know should but again he's not played a lot of football so he's got to go up to speed doesn't matter how good a player you are you need some game time you need to find your feet you need to get sharpness and um, you know that's something that might take him three or four games so I think it's a difficult debut for him tonight I mean although Queen of South have started well I think it's a difficult venue to go and a difficult pitch to play on so a wee bit surprised he started tonight but listen um, you know the Queen of South have started uh, terrifically well uh, And for people in this part of the world in this city uh, Partick Thistle fans I'm looking at you you'll be keeping an eye because if Queen of the South do win I think that's them six points ahead of Thistle um, who then obviously have your own battles to to face So you, you'll be hoping for a Dundee win If that makes sense Let's get back to t- t- some of today's football news The number you need to get in touch And we'd love to have you right now 01419511025 Get your calls in uh, Rangers Managing Director Stuart Robertson uh, Was speaking today to launch that, that partnership That you just heard about on Beat the Pundit um, He says they're hoping to have a new Director of Football in place Before January he says the current staff are more than capable of handling things for the time being and the full focus, quite simply, is on winning trophies. It's a very intense job, and particularly the way Mark threw his heart and soul into it. He had long periods of time when he was away from home. You know, he got through the transfer window, and, and yeah, it was a bit of a surprise, but I could also understand it at the same time. Particularly coming into Glasgow as well, it's, it's quite an intense place to be in that job at that time. But he's done a terrific job, you know, and obviously we, we would thank him for all his efforts in the time he was here. Is that certainly a, a position or a similar position that the club will be looking to fill at some point in the future? Oh, we'll definitely fill it. We'll definitely fill it. But we'll take our time in filling it and just make sure we get the right person for the job. You're quite confident with the personnel you've got that whether it does take, you know, past the January window that the likes of Stephen Gerrard and the staff behind the scenes are more than capable of, of dealing with the, the responsibilities for the time being? Yeah, absolutely. The August transfer window is obviously the busy one and, and the real big one for us. We would like to think that somebody in well ahead of the summer window and hopefully ahead of the January window. But you will see, it's more important we get the right man in. The, the squad's strong just now. There won't be massive masses of activity in January. So, you know, in terms of timing, it's happened at a time when it has the least impact on the on the club. First and foremost, we need to be absolutely focused on domestic and the next stage for us is to try and win some trophies. You know, the squad's stronger this year and and to that extent, you know, getting to the semi-final on Wednesday night was another step in the right direction. Stevens a winner, Gary McCarthy's a winner. The guys want to be winning football matches and ultimately winning trophies. And this club's all about winning trophies, so absolutely, that's, that's where we want to be. So Stuart Robertson says a new director of football should be in place before January. How important or not important is that in, in your guys' minds? Well, I think it's always important because it's not just the first team. You know, it's not just the ones that everyone looks at, you know, the top-end players. You know, it's about the whole the, the club and how you how you move the club forward. But I think listening to him there, you know, you wouldn't imagine too many incomings, but there might be a few going out, yeah, yeah. and I think that might be the case as well. So there's different types of jobs to do in that role. Um, I think, as I said, all the focus of attention seems to come to the, the you know the kind of big players that come to the club. But I can't really remember Rangers seeming. I mean, whether whether they did, I'm sure they have lost out in players, but they certainly not been made public too often. And um, so the, their success rate must be pretty decent and pretty high. So in terms uh, of getting oh, what oh, they want, get, yeah, look, the targeting you players then find out if they're good after that. But yeah, but they've seemed to whatever players they seem to have targeted, they seem to be you know they've got a really good success rate of getting them. 
Fraser? Yeah, I, th- I think it, I do think it's a role that's needed nowadays. When you look at the the, the how it's worldwide now, looking for players, and you know Stephen Gerrard has got a focus, and there's spoke earlier, it's game after game after game. And, and while he, he should always And the manager should always have final say On the players that come in uh, When they're looking for options He, he can't bo- scout He can't mm. do analysis He can't watch videos of players He can't speak to agents He can't deal with all that side of it He just doesn't have time Doesn't have time And, and you need somebody in there That's going to be back up to, to, to Stephen Gerrard And allow him to pick the team and, uh, and bring in the players that he wants But go and get them You know So I think it's a very important role nowadays in football That the size of the game has just changed Hugely Hugely since since since, uh, since Jim and I played um, Because it's worldwide mm. And you, you need somebody in there A club or in just, in just status and size to, to, to help them Dundee have equalised already It's Jordan McGee uh, Former Hearts and Falkirk player The, the Dundee captain Has uh, headed past Robbie McCrory To make it Queen of the South 1 uh, Dundee 1 Let's go back to the phones Alan is a Rangers fan from Drumchapel Hi Alan Hello Farrell, how are you doing? Good Alan, um, what's your point tonight? Uh, I just want a wee quick, uh, a wee quick one uh, uh, Jim mm-hmm. Hi Alan uh, Jim, alright, did you enjoy your holiday? I always enjoy my holidays Alan Alright, I bumped into you there on Kennedy. <laughs> yeah, I remember, I remember Alan. Alan. I remember Alan. Alan. A couple of weeks yes, ago. I remember it, mate. So, anyway. Oh, all right, um, was he beha- Alan, Alan, before he. Come on, don't just skip over it so quickly. Was he behaving himself? Oh, yeah, he was indeed. Okay. He's, always a good, he's always a good guy, Jimmy. He's <laughs> sure behaving himself well. Do you have sun cream and all that on? Of course. Good, oh, of course. Yeah. Looking after yourself. Yeah, good. Of course. Uh, Alan, what's your point? Fo- your uh, football my point? point? My, my point was talking about tomorrow's, tomorrow's game, but I think, alright. I think always Rangers and Aberdeen are always really tough games. But I think Rangers may be a wee bit too strong for them tomorrow. But uh, even with their, their top exit uh, during the week there, I don't know if that maybe play on them a wee bit. So I don't know, but I really think Rangers will be too strong for them tomorrow over the 90 minutes. But I don't think it will be like, too easy. But I think Rangers will be too strong and be able to beat them. But I want to just another one was just about. Do you think Aribo will be all right for the or No, no, he's out. Yeah, I think the the last thing Stephen Gerrard said about it was the next international break. So what's that? Still a couple of weeks away. I don't have my calendar in front of me. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, still an off A week on Saturdays is the last game before the break. Yeah, so so there we are. So it's a couple of weeks, um, and understandably so. I'd imagine twenty stitches in your forehead oh, yeah. is quite uncomfortable. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you've got to give it time to heal. I know you can you can bandage it up, put padding on it, all these kind of things. But, you know, I think with Rangers having, uh, you know, a good, strong squad there, good options in midfield, I don't think that you want to take a risk with a player, particularly with a head injury. So he'll certainly not be available tomorrow, uh, Alan, you know, absolutely no doubt. Um, and I think it'll depend a little bit for next week, you know, whether they want to risk him or not, or whether they give him that mm. full time to make sure that everything's, uh, you know, healed 100%. Um, but certainly tomorrow, uh, you know, Rangers will will definitely make um, you know he won't be available for tomorrow, and so therefore someone's going to have to come into the team. What should that midfield look like without him, Alan? Um, I think there's st- still a great defence because it's good now the way Gerrard's got it. As I said before, like four and in, they've said there's a Rangers players. It's always new. There's always one to cover for each position. Mm-hmm. Now, so for me, there's still. There's for me it's still good It's good There's a lot of good fight For each position So if there's something Goes wrong somewhere There's always somebody To fit in there Yeah well, that's the idea isn't it And it's particularly The midfield gym That it, it does change From week to week Without, without much difference um, I don't know who, who Who's the favourite no, Three I, for tomorrow I, I, then, think if you like. I think it'll be You know um, 
Jack's obviously obviously, and Stephen Davis will come back into the starting lineup. Um, so I think you have, those two, I think, are so instrumental now. And then you can have Ojo Andy King might make you know might make make a starting debut. So I mean, again, you've got that loss. You've got Kamara who did very well, and also Scott Arfield can drop in there and can play in that role. So um, you know, listen, you know, any of those players that come in make it a very strong midfield. But I think the two that will definitely start will be Jack and Davis, and then it just depends who Stephen Gerrard wants to play alongside those two. Okay, thank you very much. That was Alan Indram Chapel, 01419511025. If you want to get your thoughts over to the panel, you can. Speak to us on Twitter as well uh, At Clyde SSB Speaking of which Just something else that broke Just before we, we came on air Which is, is worth mentioning um, Celtic released their latest set of financial results uh, Fraser So In some ways counting the cost of not Making it to the Champions League But Still Still <laughs> A lot Still making um, lots of money Of money there So 38.9 million in the bank essentially compared to 27 million last year uh, but revenue did fall from 101 million to 83 million um, and profit down from 17 million to 11 million only 11 million well run club you know and uh, the, 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 you do see the difference in the Champions League though with income dropping that's a, a huge difference for, for, for Celtic in the last in the last year but uh, when you add to that you know the, the money from Tierney won't be in there no, as not, well no. and uh, the value of their squad as well is is, is huge mm-hmm. when you look at Edward or Callum McGregor or, or, or Forrest their value should they wish to, to, to sell them which they, they don't need to so things are very very good for Celtic at the moment that's, that's, that's a lot of money there are two obvious ways for our big clubs to make money Jim number one get to the Champions League group stages the second one Sell yeah, players, players for a lot of money, um, a lot more money than you bought them for. Those are yeah. the, with their commercial um, possibilities. Those are the only real, yeah, big money making opportunities. It's the same skills all the way down, Gordon. The best for for any team, your team, Motherwell, my team. It doesn't matter. You've got two ways. You got a, a a good cup run or a big draw against one of the old mm-hmm. firm, or you sell players. That's the only real way you can make any money that you're not budgeting for. And Celtic, uh, uh, in particular. A fantastic, you know, you know, in terms of how they've run their club, and listen, for for fans on here frustrated because they know that Celtic's got money in the bank and they want to see it spent. But I, I, I think you know, winning nine domestic trophies on the bounce, you know, getting into the the group stages of the Europa League, you know, having a profit, making millions of pounds of profit, and having good players and assets, as Fraser said, this, and and you and you're introducing young players as well through your system. I really don't know what more they can do other than, of course, the Champions League. I get that, but that that little part aside, I think Celtic are a, 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 a real, you know, a real success story in, in almost every other aspect. Well, do you agree or disagree with what you're hearing? Now is the time to tell us. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five, and we're going to get a full time teaser up and running next. Get your pen and paper ready. Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors They play to win Every time Talk to Thompson's.com Jim Duffy and Fraser Wishart are here We've got Chris in Mount Florida on the line But before we go there We're going to have to get your full time teaser up and running I'm not saying you need as much time as possible But It's not yeah. that hard tonight I don't think Easy for me to say I can yeah. see the answers uh, Big thanks though to Lee Weir Thank you to Lee for sending tonight's mm-hmm. question in to fulltime at Clyde1.com. If you want to hear your question on the show, that's where it goes. Fulltime at Clyde1.com. So, we're a couple of weeks on from the Russia and Belgium games. Mm-hmm. Sorry to remind everyone. Mm-hmm. 
But can you name the nine Belgians or Russians to have played for Celtic or Rangers? Can you name the nine Belgians or Russians to have played for Celtic or Rangers? Um, Boyata. Yes. And uh, what's the boys alone from Man City again? Defender. I'll get in a minute, but saying uh, Boyata's definitely. Oh, denier. 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 Just denier. Couple of my old teammates. Aye. I don't think count with the Russians at the time. Mikhailchenko and Kuznetsov. Yeah, they're not on the list. I wonder if that's why. Maybe they weren't um, Russians yeah. at the time. I don't know. Maybe uh, what player Mikhailchenko was to play with Thomas Buffel. Um. Yep. Um. I'm looking at this. Is, I wonder if yeah. Lee's missed a wee time. Time stamp Probably not But um Dimitri Karin Oh What a shout Dimitri that Karin. is Oh I'm now fe- I'm now feeling less confident Because I thought you were going to um, Struggle With that one Yeah Alright that's a good start Thomas Buffel Boyata Denier And Dimitri Karin Looking for the nine Belgians or Russians To have played for Celtic Or Rangers um, Yeah That's not a bad shout at all uh, Let's speak to Chris on the line Hi Chris Hi there Hi Chris Hi, What's your point tonight? Hi, it's the, uh, I've just heard that, uh, did you call him, Simon, which is out now for uh, four months. He is. Mm-hmm. He and it's just finally Celtic's got a chance to get a settled back. Well, two, it's a central defence, it's my concern. You know, uh, maybe new possibly we'll get, uh, we'll see, uh, yeah, Julian, get a kind of run in the team. We see the blending, chopping, and changing. You know, playing that Israeli boy. You know, uh, what's his name? El Hamed. El Hamed. No, no, no. Near Beton. Near Beton. All right, it's centre back. Right, got you. You know what I mean? We see the chopping and changing all the time. Maybe we got a chance to see what these two guys can do. Yeah, is that is that? Would you would you expect that a run now for Julian and Ayer? Yeah, well, I think they have been. You know, they, you know, obviously they, they played very well against Rangers, and then again they've, they've continued with that partnership. But obviously, Julian came off um, against um, Kilmarnock with a, a little bit of a, a tight muscle, and I think it was a precaution against Patrick Thistle um, to 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 leave him out, which I think he, he can obviously afford to do and still win the game five 0 So I think that by and large, those two, Julian, took a little bit of time to settle in. Um, but since he's kind of got himself in, got the confidence, got the results, Celtic look very strong at the back, lose very few goals. And um, IR and Julian, I think, will definitely be the partnership now, Chris. I mean, I think that, yeah, Savinovic has obviously been out, uh, is going to be injured. I think Beaton is a good option, I have to say that, uh, particularly at Celtic Park. I saw him a few weeks ago and he was just spraying he's passes all over the place yeah. against Hearts. He was just, he's, he's terrific on the ball. And I think he will be an option. If any of those players get injured But I think Those two stay fit That would definitely be A defensive partnership I think the problem is going to be around Giving them a rest Or if somebody gets a knock Or a suspension Or something like that That uh, you know, the, the high level now They do tend to rotate Their squads In, in those positions as well So that would be the worry Chris Is if one of those two Gets an injury But uh, you know Julian's settled in Beginning to settle in Ayer I think is going to be A top top player uh, In a couple of years Still learning the position Remember you know, he's, he's not a natural Defender until the last couple of years So uh, so yeah they're, they're well served there But they get an injury And Beaton's 
suffered a lot of injuries as, as well. Another niggle. Um, then you know, El Hamid. I know speaking to the learning about El Hamid, he, he does see him sometimes as maybe being part of a back three or, or playing a centre back as well. Can play in there. So there's options there, but they're a wee bit light. Should something serious happen to to either Julian or Ayer? Uh, Chris, can you see anything other than a win tomorrow? Yeah, no. Oh. I mean, I'm a bit kind of. I'm not quite afraid of Easter Road, but it's going to be a test. You know, it's one of the games. It's. I don't know. Yeah, uh, well, I mean, there certainly was a time, wasn't there, under Neil Lennon, where they had that great, certainly a very promising record yeah, there. Yeah, um, yeah. Was, there a, was that the Brendan Rodgers failed to win there? Something like that. Certainly yeah. within one of the seasons. Um, a lot of those Hibs players. Are no longer there Can can they still do that? I, I don't see it tomorrow I just think they're not Not in as good a place At the moment Confidence wise Form wise I think Celtic are, are, are Flying at the moment So You're absolutely right In, in recent years When Neil Lennon Has, has had his Hibs team Flying with the pace of Boyle And, and the, the guile of McGinn And McGeoch In the midfield as well They were a force to be reckoned with And Celtic be going A bit more trepidation I think they'll go Fairly confident tomorrow And especially if they start The game well Get a goal ahead and begin to dictate the play. Then it could be a, lo- a long day for the for the Hibs players. I fear. Uh, thank you very much. That was Chris in Mount Florida. Uh, just doing a bit of digging. Um, Kuznetsov and Mikhailchenko represented Ukraine. Fraser, did they not Ukraine. play? For, did they not play for the old, the old sure. Soviet Union? Maybe maybe that was uh, yeah. Maybe that's why. Yeah, but yeah, so yeah, maybe maybe that's why. I can't. I can't believe we've got into a political yeah, debate on the, the full time <laughs> teaser. I think. I think. I think I, was. I think he played for. Well, you've not mentioned him. Oh, Kinchelskis, I've got him written down here. Kinchelskis is another one, one, but that's why. Uh, well, Michaela Jenko was like, no, what a wonderful footballer he was. Oh, lovely. Um, okay. Uh, right, mm-hmm. let's. In, 0141-951-1025. Let me remind you of that if you still want to get in touch. Uh, let's start previewing um, some of tomorrow's other games. I, I, I like this. It's, it's a democracy. I'll let, I'll let you choose. What, what's jumping out at you on. On this patch or in this part of the world Game I'm going to St Johnson against Motherwell A lot of interest Motherwell had started so well But that setback last week Which I think was a real blow for them Because they would be right up at the top end of the table And uh, St Johnston Who are just going through a bit of a rocky period A real transition for their team As well So that's the game I'm at I think that'll be, that'll be an interesting one I fancy Motherwell to win it But uh, I'm looking forward to seeing, seeing both teams I think a, a big match for St Man tomorrow at home to Hearts I think uh, obviously Hearts have had a couple of good results here beating Hibs and obviously having that last minute equaliser then beating uh, Aberdeen in penalties I think they're going to come there you know uh, you know, really feeling really confident and good about themselves but St Man have to start you know uh, scoring goals and uh, you know getting getting some victories and I think you know uh, Jim Goodwin as I said I think the teams are organised they're organised they're working hard for them but they need to get that victory So I, I think that's a big match tomorrow for St Mirren Come on then, you St Mirren fans And Motherwell fans We've not heard from you in a, in a while So let's let's do it 0141-951-1025 Particularly Motherwell fans Because you've just been plodding along nicely There's not there's not been anything to complain about yet But but no real uh, real success to, So maybe it's, it's it's been going a bit too well I don't know You can get in touch I also think Gordon you know, in, in the Championship I think you mentioned Patrick Thistle there or not, but Inverness, Cavadonian mm-hmm. Thistle and although I think um, you know, you know the Celtic match really, you have to put it in context and just give E McCall a little look at the attitude of his player really more than anything else. But I think going up to Inverness, he'll be looking to see what kind of response. But uh, obviously, how much energy they have after the Celtic game as well, mm-hmm. you know. So uh, again, it's a test for him because 
you know, he doesn't want to be, you know, get into a team, you know, low in confidence or lower in confidence than they currently are. As you would expect, Stephen Robinson's warning his mother players not to to focus on St Johnson's league position. Tommy Wright side our bottom of the Premiership. Not relevant though, according to Stephen Robinson. Well, it's a very tough venue to go to. I think St Johnson's league position doesn't suggest what a, a decent squad they've got. You, know, you look on, on paper, they've got a lot of good players, players that can hurt you, the two wide players. I think they're very exciting players. Dre Wright coming back to full fitness as well. Uh, Murray Davison, a player that I've admired for a long time, just as the heartbeat of their team. So we'll be very prepared for them. They're, they're a decent side, as I say. It's a few games into the season. That's all it is. So league tables at this moment in time aren't, aren't too much to, to take a concern over. Uh, would you go along with that? Are St Johnson in any false position or do they deserve to be there? I think they probably deserve to be there given their form so far this, this season. It's just a strange time for St Johnson because for, for years and years you could pick seven or eight of their players every every week. You knew that Chris Miller would be playing. You knew that Stephen Anderson would be playing. Alan Maris was in the goals. And they've all aged at the same time and they've all sort of moved on to... to, to Pastures new and Tommy Wright's trying to mould a team. He's got young Jason Kerr and Liam Gordon at the back. Two excellent prospects, but two young lads at centre back sometimes is a, is, a, is a bit of a danger because they're prone to making those 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 mistakes. So it's a time of transition. And for, for St Johnson, with their budget, they've consistently punched above their weight. So it might just be a season for them just to consolidate, get the youngsters a, a season in the first team, stay in the Premier League, uh, and and then 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 move on from from there. But uh, I do fancy Motherwell tomorrow. I think Motherwell have got. They've got a bit about them A bit of pace in their team They've got guys who can go and win games as well So for, for me it's going to be another another defeat for St Johnson yeah, I, I think Motherwell team's suited to playing away from home With uh, Seedorf and Hilton on the wide areas They've got real pace um, Whether they play long or whoever up front But they've got pace on the break um, You know and I think that um, You know they seem the team's suited to maybe sitting away But obviously I think Dunn's out injured for, mm-hmm. a, for a, a period of time But they, they do have good options at the back But uh, I think it'll be a close game. I really think it'll be a tough game. But you know, again, you would look at current form. You would, you would probably just fancy Motherwell away from home. Uh, and the other game you mentioned then, uh, Saint Mirren. Jim Goodwin was a bit, a bit more frustrated than than, than we've heard him uh, recently on last week's show. In particular, he wasn't happy with with Hamilton and the way that they went about their business in, in the game and, and sort of killing the game and, and so on, time wasting, whatever you want to call it. What sort of challenge faces him tomorrow? Scoring a goal That's the real challenge For, for St Mirren at the moment they, they they look a better team Than they did last year you know, Jim's got them Very well organised they, They've got a good shape to them they, they look as if they know What they're doing But in the games I've seen With them It's scoring goals That's going to be the problem Jonathan Obika Up front is, is Leads the line well But it, but he's, he's, he's not somebody Who looks as if he's going to Score you 15 goals a season Tony Andrew Is, is again a tidy player But perhaps maybe not The goal return So that's going to be The problem for St Mirren I think for the whole season They, they look Organised, they don't lose a lot of goals, but it's it's where are the goals going to come from to win games? Uh, let's hear from Jim Goodwin. Obviously disappointed that it was brought to their attention in the first place. I think when I watched the footage back, you, you know you can see there's no intent from Kyle. He's just trying to plant his foot. Um, if there was a motion or a stamping motion of some sort, then I would absolutely understand it. But no, I'm glad that there's no uh, you know there's no case being brought against Kyle and. We've not given it much thought, to be honest with you. Um, you know, I, I didn't believe that the compliance officer at the time would would see anything in it either, and I'm glad that common sense has prevailed. It's a sad day if uh, clubs are going to try and start stitching each other up. So, um, no, it, it's certainly not a route that we'll go down. Um, you know, if something happens where 
sports scene shows something uh, during the highlights package, then there's not a great deal you can do about that because that's out with our control. But you know, we certainly won't be looking to get opposing players in trouble if the referee or somebody else doesn't see it. So, uh, Kel McAllister, uh, yeah. you're, you're tempted yeah, to get them mixed up on. Yeah. Kel McAllister can play uh, tomorrow, and no action taken for that alleged. Stamp or call it whatever you want, and um, but Jim Goodwin's not happy about it, and this 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 feud with Hamilton all of a sudden yeah, yeah. is rumbling on. Um, Hamilton grasped him up essentially, mm-hmm. and Jim Goodwin's not happy about it's it. It's unusual, you know. Usually clubs don't don't really try and get other other players into into bother, but certainly um, Scotty Man by all accounts got a sore one. I, I didn't think there was any intent in it either. It was a sore one for him, and his face was a bit of a mess after the game. But I didn't see the intent from from Kyle McAllister. I don't think he's that yeah. type of player. I think he was just. There was a bit of snitching from Hamilton, is that what it is? I think they brought it to the attention of the, of the compliance officer, so uh, yeah. it's not a route clubs usually go there. I can only second guess, because it wasn't wasn't me that lodged the complaint, but I suppose if, if you read the rules, intent is not necessarily critical to whether it should have been a red card or not. I, I don't know, is that is that maybe what's been going yeah, through Hamilton's mind? You can intend mind? to give a foul away, it just depends how aggressive it is, how dangerous it is, and these things, so... Listen, I mean, it's it's, a, it's always a difficult one, uh, you know, if, if someone brings someone to the attention, because again, it goes back to opinion. Uh, Jim was a very competitive player, you know, and uh, he was an aggressive player, so, you know, he'd want his team to be like that, you know, and he wants them to be competitive, and I think he was probably more frustrated as well with the whole game. You mentioned earlier on that he, he thought that, you know, Hamilton really, you know, stifled the game. But that's up to, to Hamilton to do that. You know, you can't affect the, the, the opponents other than by, if you score... Then they've got to change. change they'll then yeah, then yeah. they'll hurry the game up. Then they'll quicken the game up. But if if, if Hamilton felt mm. that that was the tactic they want to use, they're perfectly able to do that. So it's really up to to Man to combat that. Uh, tonight's question sent in by Lee Weir. Can you name the nine Belgians or Russians? Because that's who we just played uh, to have played for Celtic or Rangers. You're doing pretty well. You've got Thomas Buffel, Boyata, uh, Dedrick Boyata, Jason Denier, Andre Kincelskis, and Dmitry Karin. Listen. It's just a bit of fun. Throw in Oleg Kudnetsov and Alexei Mikhailichenko, make it eleven. That's fine. I don't. I don't mind that. It's just a bit of fun. Uh, we don't have to start d- debating uh, European politics or whatever from no. from the the, the late eighties, early nineties. But there we go. You can throw them in if you want. You're still looking for one, two, three, four. I've, I've got one. Uh, just Valharin. Mm-hmm. Good. That's a great I, shout. I, I, I was. Is, is, is Julian French or is he Belgian? French Is he French? I wasn't just 100% sure I've got to Oleg Selenko Yep Well done mm-hmm. That's only two to get You're absolutely mm-hmm. flying We'll try and get them next Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors Getting you full compensation Is their goal Talk to Thompson's.com Into the final part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard Fraser Wishart's still here I've not scared him or Jim Duffy away just yet And they are closing in on the full-time teaser We're looking for nine Belgians or Russians To have played for Celtic or Rangers This comes in the back of our international doubleheader recently um, We've got Thomas Buffel, Dedrick Boyata, Jason Denier, Yusval Haran Andre Kincelskis, Oleg Selenko and Dimitri Karin We did say uh, we were adding on your bonus too if you want <laughs> I, I don't feel too strongly about it Because Netsov, Mikhailichenko um, never represented Russia um, the Soviet Union capped weren't they But anyway So you've still got two to get no, Struggling Oh, oh It was all going so well Yeah We were going like a train Alright well listen You've still got a bit of time So I'll leave it with you Sean's a Rangers fan On the line Looking forward to the game tomorrow Sean 
Yeah, I'm looking forward to the game tomorrow and I'm looking forward to playing my FIFA front of it just got delivered um, two seconds ago. So, so that means um, I will not be in uh, Glasgow pubs tonight. Well, listen, they're all safe. And are you, are, are you, Profits are well done. Are, as a Rangers, is that your go to? Do you go straight for Rangers on FIFA or do you like to mix it up? Well, I usually do a season for Rangers right. and then I'll go, I'll go for Gordon DL's Man City because obviously Mick <laughs> Gordon knows. I'm looking to see if I'll ever find Gordon Dale as the manager of Man City. Obviously, obviously, it'd be a big legend like Gordon Dale. Be a big name like that. Surely he's got to be the manager of Man City, but we'll just name it and see when if, the time's going to come. If they ever do a Wraith Rovers Legends team on it, maybe, just maybe, but I, I wouldn't I wouldn't hold your breath. Uh, Sean, what about the, the team tomorrow and, and stuff like that? Who in particular should play for your Rangers team? Um, tomorrow, I would actually play Morelis and... But I would change um, the, the, the centre-back, I can't remember his name, Rangers player. Hollander. I know, he shouldn't be starting tomorrow. He is high about it. He should be in the studio with you tomorrow. Oh, I don't know about that. He can't be that bad. Um, I mean, listen, yeah. he played well against Feyenoord, yeah. Jim. Um, the problem is when you've when you've got a situation where a player who has been playing like a Akatic or anyone, but yeah. he's, he's the one in particular at the moment, when they drop out without seemingly having done much wrong, mm-hmm. the spotlight just goes on the guy that replaces him. That's what happens. Yeah, I mean, again, Alanders <laughs> playing, playing against well. Livingston, uh, artificial surface, a team that, you know, are, you know, getting about you, don't give you time to settle on the ball, put you under pressure, um, you know, and you get a clean sheet. So therefore, you know, you can't argue too much about that, but, you know, maybe that wee bit of composure or that little bit of time that you like on the ball you don't get, I think at, at Ibrooks um, tomorrow, you know, Aberdeen unlikely to go and uh, really press Rangers high. I think I think that's that's yeah. not normally the tactic that Derek McInnes has uh, implemented when he's went there. They've normally s- sat off Rangers a little bit and been really compact. So he'll be a little bit more time on the ball. And no, he's got, he's got what they've got to do, as I said, is, is had earlier calls coming in saying they've got to deal with the set plays, they've got to deal with Cosgrove physicality. And I think Hollander can do that. Uh, and Golson's come in with a couple of goals um, recently. So although he was getting a little bit of criticism, you know, I think particularly after the Celtic game, yeah. hmm. he seems to have calmed down a little bit as well. Uh, granted, there are penalties, a lot of them, but you still have to score them. You, you, no, that doesn't change the record. Sam Cosgrove is one of the finest goal scorers in our Premiership. Yeah, he, he was up right up there last season. He's got thirteen in thirteen. What what in particular is is the difficulty in in handling him? Or, or what's the potential difficulty in handling him? I, I think the obvious one is his height, but he's 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 awkward as well because he's he's a tall kind of gangly type of striker. And uh, when he came on last week against Livingston, he caused problems just by backing into the centre backs. So mm-hmm. balls played forward, he backs into people well, and, and and he makes it difficult for for them for them to to, to get a clean header, or or he'll try and control the, the the game. I think he's improved no end as a player. When he first came in, I, I have to say I looked at him and I thought, oh jeez, this guy's just. He's not got it, but he's improved his touch. And he's about he's, twenty he's, games. I'm didn't score, didn't he? Something like that. About twenty or game, yeah, twenty-one yeah. games he's, or something. He's a bit like Peter Couch. He's yeah, maybe yeah. a wee bit of a better footballer than yeah. people think. You know, he just he keeps yeah. it nice and simple. He yeah. doesn't try complicated things. Backs in, holds up, lays it off, Gets in spins the in the box, yeah. and that's a good striker. Mm. Knowing what you're good at. So yeah, he's, he's an, an awkward customer. Mm. Whether he's a guy for counter-attacking football, you know, if, if I was going to play that way mm. tomorrow, I don't know. But there's no real 
Obviously replacement Curtis Main played last mm. week And didn't He looked a bit off the pace you know, Conor McLennan Who I think is an excellent player I think he's, I think he's struggling, he's struggling as well, for tomorrow yeah. as well So there's a, there's a whole host of players James Wilson Is out for tomorrow mm. So Derek's got real problems With actually just getting Getting sort of 18 first team players on, on the field to play And in midfield Young Dean Campbell Again a, a good football Him and Lewis Ferguson Two youngsters in that midfield area How will they cope against Davis And Kamara mm-hmm. And Jack mm-hmm. as well So yeah I think it's going to be a tough one For Aberdeen tomorrow uh, Sean, we'll let you go You've got more important business Than speaking to us You've got FIFA It's just arrived Go and do your thing You can let us know How it goes in the coming days um, There we go you, you, There's no chance you two are Games console players <laughs> Absolutely not No, no, no Games consoles Thankfully A bit like social media Has passed me by I just I know, I know Because mm-hmm. Not once you reach a certain age, it's less likely. <laughs> but some older gentlemen. Very ages. You, you mean you don't picture me sitting playing Fortnite? See, I know, I know my games. Oh, look at me down with the kids. I've got a twenty-year-old son. That's why. But you don't play Fortnite, do you? No, exactly. I used to, I used to play my son. He can't, he can't I used to play my son at FIFA. He used to play my right. son, but then he got to about seven, and started beating me. Mm. So I just chucked it. I, I think we should it. set up. Um, in one of the nice TVs in here I think we should set up Hugh Keevans Against one of his grandkids <laughs> That's that, I'm going to make that happen You heard it yeah. Here first uh, Pac-Man competition um, <laughs> Yeah We'll maybe video it And have uh, quite a lot of fun uh, Right where have we not been With regards to tomorrow's previews uh, We sort of skipped around A couple of them Didn't we try yeah. to It's always a bit manic On a yeah, Friday Kamata Kelly versus Ross County so Angelo Alessio how, how do you judge them at the moment? Because they certainly look like they they, they had turned that corner from uh, from the European disaster, and I don't think a penalty shootout defeat derails no. that, does it? No, I don't think so. But it will be disappointing because they are at home. You know, they you know they, you would maybe expect them against a team who's a little bit fragile in confidence and hubs. But uh, anyway, they, they 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 got knocked out in penalties. Um, but I, I said I was at the, the the game against Celtic at the weekend and. I was actually quite impressed by them I thought generally speaking they were organising don't get me wrong Celtic were miles better than most departments but there seemed a, a decent organisation you know, they seemed to know their jobs a little bit like St Mirren it's about that goal scoring and Brophy had a great goal from one chance in the first half he made Fraser Foster pull off a great save in the second half and unfortunately for Commander, he was substituted before the penalties came yeah. in because he's a penalty taker <laughs> so, so he never he got a, I missed a chance to get a second goal but uh, that that's the one area again. I think that they've got to look at and um, and Ross County have surprised a couple of people because they've got a good. I think we've got ten points now, is it? Points, so yeah. so I think uh, they've had a couple of poor results, but they've managed to bounce back. So I think it'll be quite an open game tomorrow. I think a couple of goals in that. And a new contract today for Dom Thomas, clearly all down to the loan spell at Dumbarton uh, under Jim Duffy last season. Uh, absolutely, of course. And uh, but listen, he, he was outstanding uh, for me at Dumbarton. He was he was a, a level above. Most, if not all, of the players in that division, and I had no doubts. I was actually a bit surprised in the summer that you know a championship club or something didn't come in. But obviously, Andrew Alessio wanted to have a good look at him. Um, we gave him some games at the start, and he, as I said, he's got a new contract now. So I'm absolutely delighted. He's a terrific talent, and I, I think he, you know, he, he deserves that for for his his work. Here. And and also, he's a he's a crowd pleaser. He's a player that takes people on. He likes to get at opponents. Uh, he scores goals And uh, I definitely think He said he could be an asset For, for command this year Right two more to get On the teaser Looking for the nine Belgians or Russians Who've played for Rangers or Celtic You've got Thomas Buffel Dedrick Boyata Jason Denier Yusuf Haran, Andrei Kanchelskis Oleg Selenko 
And Fraser pulled this one out of the bag Dimitri Karin where did, you, where did you get that one? Not, 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 not trying to say he I didn't He was only the first that came into my head I don't oh, know why was no, I, I think it's a question that comes up a lot You know, So you always remember that If it comes up that much You'll give us another <laughs> two, another, two. Got, I'll, another goalie Logan Bay Look him he's a, he's, a, mm-hmm. he's a man at the peak of his powers yeah, tonight like Logan Bay Struggling now though Yeah. Are you though? Well he is I need a clue is it worth trying to remember players who currently play for mm-hmm. Celtic or Rangers? Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, okay. Well, that's what I thought. Julian, but he's not. I'm so. Sved, but he's Ukrainian. Uh, what Bel- to do is. Uh, Belgian. Start with Christopher Julian, right? Mm-hmm. And just go along a wee bit. Uh, right, okay. So maybe oh, yes. Bolingoli. Born in Antwerp. He is oh, Belgian. Yeah. Well, we go. We got there in the end. Thank you uh, to Fraser Wishart and Jim Duffy. Big thanks for all your calls and mm-hmm. tweets on this Friday night. Much appreciated as always. Remember, six hour special for us tomorrow. Six massive games uh, in the Premiership. So please do join us. We are on air at midday, 12 o'clock. So make sure you join us. In the meantime, your weekend can truly get started because it's GBX Fridays up next. Slide one. Bowie at breakfast. With Sunday's Scottish Sun. Free goals, Poolide plus Davy Province, Frank and Fearless Column.